KXNO's Thirsty Thursday continues now with the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. Presented by Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. Here's your host, Jared Stansberry. I'm still here. It's the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. On the Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, now 106.3 FM. Man, it's... uh. Going to be a considerably less action-packed show than maybe here the last couple weeks. Obviously, Cyclones don't play this weekend. Only one Big 12 game on the schedule. We'll talk some college football here in this first segment. And then, of course, Chris and Tim and, and Brent will make their picks during the second segment. And then I got an opportunity to catch up with Doc, Dr. Thomas Greenwald, uh, one of the doctors that works on the Cyclones. And we will close the show with my conversation with him. And I'll talk some college football stuff with uh with EZ here as we as we lead off the show um man first something we didn't even get to with I, I just got done hosting sports fanatics with Ross interested to to get EZ's opinion on this some breaking news in the NFL that Le'Veon Bell signing with the Kansas City Chiefs EZ what I mean I, I I guess I'll give you a second I think you're still in there working on something what man what is this gonna mean obviously uh, Clyde Edwards Elaire has been pretty good so far this season for the Chiefs. I mean, just another piece of uh, a piece of the puzzle there for Pat Mahomes in that offense. Yeah, so Le'Veon Bell earlier this week getting released by the New York Jets, and a lot of people were kind of scratching their heads wondering what the play was there. I get this more from a standpoint of like earlier we saw Jacksonville doing some odd odd line thinking things. I I, I understand that the Jets aren't going anywhere, but you'd think if the, the Jets want to find out what they've got in Sam Darnold, why don't you keep a piece? There there has to be something behind the scenes there of they're just not getting along. And it sounds like uh, he and Gase didn't get along to begin with, but you'd think that you would want a guy who can run the ball to take some pressure off of Darnold. Also an outlet, when he's scrambling around trying to get rid of the ball, Bell has been known his whole career as a guy who could catch a ball out of the backfield. And then initially there was talk of a lot of teams, including Chicago, and even maybe going back to Pittsburgh, which I think would have been really interesting. Uh, But the final three um, teams that he was looking at were two that I thought made um, a lot of sense in the Chiefs and Buffalo, two teams that are doing really well. The other one was Miami. I, I don't know why they were looking that way. Pr- probably because he knew I, I had a Dolphin starter jacket in the <laughs> 90s. But it's it's a really interesting play because, as you mentioned, Edwards Alaire and Le'Veon Bell have some similarities. Yeah. I mean, it, it's I don't want to say it's like looking in the mirror, but it's looking at two running backs that are put together similarly at different uh, ends of the spectrum as far as their career goes. So you would think that it would make more sense to go to a team where, oh, well, they, we've got a, a really good pound the, the ball running back, but a guy who doesn't catch passes out of the backfield. But as you pointed out, I mean, Andy Reid has shown, look, Anything that we can do to, I just want playmakers. I just want guys who can make people miss and give more options. And we'll see how long it it, uh, takes Bell to get caught up to speed. But I can imagine right now the AFC West is like, are you kidding me? And interestingly enough, Chiefs are at Buffalo 
next Monday, and it's not even a Monday night game. It's like a Monday afternoon game. Uh, but that'll be interesting to see if they can get him uh, caught up to speed quickly and try to put some pressure on a uh, couple of teams that are looking real good so far in the season, both four and one. Yeah, man, the rich get richer there in the National Football League. The it stinks for the Chiefs, though. I mean, they lost our guy Kalecio Semele, you know, the former Cyclone. Uh, suffered the injury in their in their game last week. Hopefully he'll be able to get back. And I don't, I don't know from what it sounded like the injury was. I highly doubt he'll be back this season. But uh, that offensive line for Kansas City had been playing pretty well um, so far so far this season. Easy. I want you know look at looking through this schedule here for this of games this weekend. Man, since college football came back now, uh, you know roughly a month ago, a month and a week, I guess. I don't know that I've been less excited for a slate of games. Uh, you know, there's obviously the only one Big 12 game, Kansas going on the road to West Virginia. Uh, at this point, based on the way that the Kansas Jayhawks have played so far this season, I don't think that you can hardly even call that a Big 12 game uh, because they are absolutely awful. I don't even know if Les Miles is going to coach in that game, but uh, I have zero interest in that game. Uh, are there any that have, you know, that trip your trigger at all coming up this weekend? I mean, obviously everybody's got the Alabama-Georgia game circled. Uh, that'll be, you know, the biggest game in college football by far. Is there any other that that is on your radar? Honestly, not really. I mean, to be fair, I usually um, don't even tend to look at the matchups too much um, at this point in the week just because I know that you know we're going to be talking so much about it on the show. But obviously, the Georgia-Alabama game had everybody's interest prior to Nick Saban and yeah. the athletic director getting coronavirus. Now it's like the, the, the thought of what is this going to look like? How much does this affect things? Like, is he able to be somewhere and remotely, you know, still kind of be the um, the puppeteer pulling the strings? It even led us last night on uh, Hawk Central, if you didn't uh, get an opportunity to uh, uh, listen to Mark, Chad, and Ross talk about it, even brought up the question of, like, what would happen if this struck um, Iowa? So I'll ask the same thing to you. If Matt Campbell were to come down with coronavirus, couldn't be on the sidelines, who'd be who'd be running the show? Who'd be calling the shots? Man, uh, I'd say probably either Tom Manning or John Haycock. Uh, or no. uh, I guess maybe I, I don't know. I'd, I would assume it'd be one of them. Uh, do we have they said whether or not Saban's going to be able to be there? Uh, have they I, said I, that for I certain? Heard, I haven't heard anything for a certainty, but you have to imagine. No, I can't that, think. That, that he couldn't be. I mean, I think maybe they could say, "Let's put him up in," you know. Well, did you see the high school coach? The high school coach that was up on the crane. No, I didn't see. Yeah, that. Yeah, he had like a cherry picker all set up outside the stadium, and it was up. He was up over the top wow. of the stands. Yeah, after he tested positive, you need a big crane uh, to get. Uh, yeah. To get Nick Saban into into the stadium, but man, that would be talk about something that would break the internet, man. That would be absolutely insane. And dude, it's just it's so crazy. You and I have talked a lot on this show the last several weeks, especially about these over unders and all that kind of stuff. And and you keep going back to the thing, you know, about how it's hard to set these numbers in 2020 and all that and all that kind of stuff. Man, it would not shock me at all if Georgia came out and kicked Alabama's butts in this game. Considering the way that Alabama's defense looked a, a week ago against Ole Miss, I know that Alabama's offense looked really good, but this is a considerably better Georgia defense compared to that, that defense that they played against Ole Miss. I mean, 
the over under set at fifty seven, and last week Alabama and Ole Miss, I think combine they combined for. I'm pulling it up. Uh, they combined for uh, over 100 points, 111 points between the two of them. Yeah, I mean, t- I know that Georgia is is not exactly an offensive juggernaut, but again, it's just like it's so crazy to me that that should be in Chris Williams' locks tomorrow. You you can tell him when he comes in, say, "Hey, Jared gave gave me a lock last night. It's Alabama Georgia over." All right? Yeah, and I think that's probably the way to bet the game if you're going to bet it, simply because. We saw last week the the line went away on the Buffalo Tennessee game, and then Odd Shark was the only one who would touch it prior to it being rescheduled to Tuesday. They had Buffalo as an eight and a half point favorite, went down to three, three and a half, depending on where you're looking, and that was Chris jumping all over it, saying. How do you? What do they know that we don't? How do you not take Buffalo here? But you never know what you're going to get, and so this is a situation where it's not even to this point Alabama having players that are going to be missing time, but just the coaching staff. So I could see it it going either way. I could see uh, this being a distraction and working against the Crimson Tide. I could also see it being a rallying cry, being like, "Hey." Nick's not there. We're really sticking up for, you know, we don't want this to be a distraction. We want to make sure that we go out there and take care of business. They want to make sure that whoever is calling the shots from the sidelines, that they get the credit that they're due. So it's one of those where it's like, I, I, I like the idea of betting the over. If you're telling me, okay, what, where, where do you want to bet as far as the money line between the two? That might be one that I just want to stay away from. Yeah. Man, I'm just looking at these. I'm looking at the schedule here for for next week now, and I just I can't get over the feeling. I I wish the Big Ten was, or Big Twelve was playing more games this weekend, just because of the fact that next week you're going to get the Big Ten back, and it is it's been really fun as a Big Twelve fan to have the you know have the league be in basically all of the marquee uh, television spots, you know, yeah. uh, in its t- in its TV deal, and you know then all of a sudden you get into a position where now, next week, I don't know, uh, you know, the Big 12 isn't going to have a primetime game next week, despite the fact that you've got two of the, the league's undefeated teams in Iowa State going on the road to Oklahoma State. And it's in at 2.30, which, you know, 2.30 on Fox, by no means is that a bad time slot. But it's just frustrating to me. And I, I'm, I'd be interested to, to know your opinion as, a, as someone who's not necessarily an outsider, but you don't have, like, a dog in the fight in the same sense. Yeah. How much more does your interest level in college football raise knowing that uh, the Big Ten is coming back next week? And this is kind of the last week that we have where it's not like a full traditional college football slate. It's It certainly does. And... When you look at it from that perspective, not really having a true dog in the fight, it it is kind of nice. That's been my biggest issue with college football and, to a lesser extent, college basketball for forever. In the NFL, there are 32 teams. I can pretty easily keep track of 32 teams. Now, you can make the argument, okay, then just focus on Power 5. But even then, that's a lot. And then there's going to be... You know, you're going to want to keep an eye on some of the independents and, and, and Maction because, you know, Todd Kirk has gotten mm-hmm. us all into that. I mean, there's, there's just so much going on that I'll be honest, it was kind of nice for a while to say, okay, Mondays, we would have Cyhawk reaction. And it's a lot. And it's, 
okay, well, you know, here's who the Cyclones just played. Here's who the Hawkeyes just played. Now we got to preview both of them. And it, it, it was kind of nice to go, not, not that I would favor one or the other, but it was good to say, okay, we can really take a deeper dive on just the Cyclones. And then the thought of, and then going forward, there will be some times where we can take a deep dive just on the Hawkeyes. So you're right. When you have those those buys, the other thing that's kind of tough there is you had so many you, you have so many teams in the Big Twelve either you know not not playing Big Twelve games this week. What happens if in a few weeks you're like, oh, we could really use those bye weeks because yeah. you know Texas is having some sort of outbreak or whatever. Yeah, and that's where uh, I was on a radio station in Omaha earlier this week. Um, I think it was that one. I can't remember. But we were talking about the whole situation at uh, down at Baylor. And, like, think how we could get into late November and not know when the Big 12 championship game is. Yeah. Because if Oklahoma State is in those first two spots, you're in a spot where it's like, okay, Iowa State, Kansas State, whoever it may be, they clinch their spot in the title game. Oklahoma State's still playing for it. Or they could be eliminated from it, you know, on uh, December 5th or whatever. And it's like... It's either going to be this day or this day, and I, I, I don't know what to do. You know, I, I, I sit there and uh, so for instance, my best friend gets married in January. I'm going to be the best man. Mm-hmm. I am obviously uh, obligated to ho- uh, to to uh, set up the bachelor party. We were going to do it. <laughs> uh, I, I think we were going to do it on December 19th. Was our actually originally we were going to do it December 5th, which that all fell apart. It was either December 5th or December 12th. That all fell apart with the new schedule. So then I was like, okay, we'll do it December 19th. Well, now I'm, the Big 12 championship game might be on December 19th. I have no idea what to do. It, it suddenly made, you know, scheduling anything for anybody who is, uh, in any way associated to college sports. It's like, yeah, good luck, uh, trying to figure out what the schedule is going to be. That's my first world problem rant for the day. Well, and I feel you because as I've told people for a long time, Hockey season is a thing. I've worked for, I'm now working again for a hockey team. And so I don't expect people to plan their lives around me. But at the same time, if you have something going on in hockey season, probably not going to be in attendance. Uh, Yeah, not this year, but the two previous years, two previous, two years previous to this one, uh, my cousins who had lived in Oregon, two of them had scheduled their weddings on the Saturday of the Cyhawk game. Uh, I got those invitations, and both times I was like, "You know what I do? Like you, right? It's it's all it takes is a simple Google search. You know, Iowa State schedule for." And I was like, "If you send me this invitation and you want me to come to your wedding, then you already know I'm not going to come. I don't know what to tell you." And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just wish people cared about me a little bit more. All right, that's that's the moral of the story. Well, and as much as uh, as I know, you're saying that kind of facetiously. Ross and I had this conversation once off air. And when you first hear somebody say, oh, this person's being selfish, your tendency is to agree with the person making that claim. But if you think about it, when somebody's saying you're being selfish, what they're really saying is, is you're prioritizing yourself <laughs> instead of prioritizing me and other people. And sometimes it's like, no, they very well need to think of and take care of themselves first. So whenever somebody says, oh, you're being selfish, I always just have the thought of like, right, sorry, I'll go back to thinking about you. Right. And it's like, oh, the, the Big 12 looks at it's like, well, we need to have this flexibility and all these kinds. Of, and I sit here, I'm like, are you kidding me? 
What what kind of flexibility do I need? You take all my flexibility away. You even care what I think? No, they don't care what I think. But uh, yeah, man, I, I I'm excited for for next week. You know, even though I I kind of was joking about it. I mean, I think it'll be nice to just get back to that standard feel of a a normal college football weekend. But it was nice there for a little while. It made college football a lot easier to just digest on a Saturday. Uh, but now the the other thing we need. We got to get the big the Pac-12 back, man. I need my Pac-12 after dark. Uh, luckily, they'll get the the Mountain West going again next week, and then um, we'll be able to to have all of our late night games again. All right, when we come back on the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show, presented by Nebraska Furniture, Martin Clive, I'm going to throw it off to Chris Williams, Tim Mullen, and Brent Bloom. They're going to make their picks for the week here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, now 106.3 FM. Here we go. So get your best face on, everybody. Pretend you know this song. Everybody come hang. Let's go out with some bang. Hey, guys, it's Williams here from Cyclone Fanatic on behalf of my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. They've been a part of the Cyclone Fanatic radio show here Thursday nights on KXNO for a really long time. We're, we're talking like half a decade now. They're great supporters of what we do, and in return, we like to do the same to them. That's why anytime I need any electronics, anything like that, I call my friend Tim Mullen at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. Not only do I get the best service in town, but they're Cyclone Fanatic supporters, big time. Give our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive a call today and tell them Cyclone Fanatic sent you. Look no further for your next vehicle than the number one dealer for all brands, Carl Chevrolet. All month long, save as much as up to 21% off on a variety of new Chevrolets. Or qualified buyers can receive 0% for 84 months on select new 2020 Chevrolet models when financed through GM Financial. And don't forget about the great zero-down sign-and-drive lease offers on select new Chevys. Find new roads and experience why more Iowans choose to drive a Chevy from Carl Chevrolet. Or find details and pricing online at carlchevrolet.com. Plus, follow us on Facebook to keep up with all the great things we have going on this month. Proven to be worth the trip from anywhere for over 40 years. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90, in Ankeny, at The Rock. Your dealer for life, Carl Chevrolet. Gershman Mortgage, the Midwest's premier mortgage lender, is proud to be a part of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home, a vacation home, if you're going to upgrade or remodel that existing home, you can even refinance your current mortgage. Gershman Mortgage is here to help. With over 60 years in the mortgage industry, we have security, experience, and unmatched service. Visit our Ankeny office. Call 515-964-5952. Visit Gershman.com to get pre-approved today. Gershman Mortgage, NML. LS number 138063, 1200 Southwest State Street, Suite E, Ankeny, Iowa, 50023, Equal Housing Lender. This year has brought challenges unlike any other, but if there's one thing we can count on, it's that Cyclones come together in times of need. Through the Forever True for Iowa State campaign, an initiative by the Iowa State University Foundation, Cyclones everywhere are helping to reach the unprecedented $1.5 billion goal. More than 89,000 donors have participated, including 30,000 first-time donors. The gifts thus far total more than $1.35 billion. The campaign has achieved an amazing amount of success 
success thanks to gifts of every size. Learn more at ForeverTrueISU.com. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is now fueled by the Mississippi River Distilling Company. It is located in Leclerc, Iowa and owned by Cyclones. In fact, one of them even used to be Cy. People ask us all the time, how can they help out at Cyclone Fanatic? Well, here's a way. You can pick up a delicious bottle of Cody Road bourbon or the very popular Iowa's Cream Liqueur. Cyclone Fanatic is proud to be fueled by Cody Road. So cheers to our friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company. And go Cyclones! Cyclone Fanatics, the job world is a competitive place, and at all times you need to dress for success. This is exactly why you should stop into Mr. B Clothing down at 1995 Northwest 86th Street in Clive and see my buddy Tim Sitzman. Now, Mr. B Clothing is a longtime supporter of CycloneFanatic.com, but is also unmatched when it comes to the men's clothing game in Des Moines. The Mr. B staff is friendly, fun, they're very knowledgeable, and trust me, these guys will get you looking good for that next job interview, wedding, or just your everyday wardrobe. When you stop into Mr. B Clothing, be sure to tell them thank you for supporting CycloneFanatic.com. It's not whether you win or lose. It's whether you serve pork at your tailgating party. Hi, I'm Dave Struthers, and I'm here to remind you that Iowa pig farmers like me work hard year-round so you have safe, wholesome pork for the football season. Whether it's pulled pork sandwiches, ribs, or chops, nothing says tailgating better than pork. This message brought to you by Iowa Pork Producers through the Pork Checkoff. Make your tailgating delicious. Learn more at iowapork.org. Hey guys, it's Chris Williams from CycloneFanatic.com. I'm here today on behalf of my friends at the Iowa Clinic. I want you to go to theiowaclinic.com. That's iowaclinic.com and get information on your annual flu vaccine. With the COVID-19 pandemic ongoing, we got to do what we can to protect our immune systems from diseases like the flu. Fortunately, there's a good way to do it. It's the flu vaccine. So here's your phone number, 515-875-9000. Give them a call to schedule it. Or you can go on and schedule an appointment online at iowaclinic.com. The Iowa Clinic has offices in West Des Moines or where I go, in Ankeny. I'm Chris Williams reminding you, get that flu shot. It's more important this year than ever. This pony needs a new home. Wild Rose Casino and Resort Jefferson has an exclusive drawing for our VIPs. Earn entries now for your shot at a new Ford Mustang Fastback. But this ride can only go home with select Club Wild members. Check your status today when you play at Wild Rose Casino and Resort Jefferson. You'd rather be here. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BEDS-OFF. Love Thursday nights here. On 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM at Cyclone Fanatic Radio, we are, as always, presented by our friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. Give Jared Stansberry a little rest here for segment number two. And I welcome in Brent Bloom and Tim Mullen to the program. Gentlemen, um, welcome to perhaps the most dull weekend in the history of college football. It's rough. (laughs) It seems... COVID is minus three and a half this week. Oh, man. Take, take brutal. The, take the overs, though. <laughs> yeah. Take the overs. Brutal. Yeah. COVID hey, is just running just, through college we're just football. Trying to keep it at bay, though. Yeah. Hang it's it all right. At yeah. least flu season isn't here yet. Right. Well, 
wishing for flu season. Oh man. I had one of uh one of the friends of mine at work had to take the kid out and we were happy it was strep. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what right. we're living in. Like yep. it was strep, yes. I actually I have a sick kid right now. The baby came home today, which is why I wasn't on Fanatics earlier. Yeah. In the day. And um I mean she doesn't have COVID or anything. We actually went and Took yeah. her to the doctor, but she's yeah. got. She may have something like that because I mean, she's fourteen months, but the back of her throat's all red and yeah, one of those deals. So it's uh, it's here. It's going around. Hopefully, everybody is taking the proper precautions. If there's no such thing as a garbage week of football, Tim, and I would like to encourage all of our loyal listeners to go and buy a TV from you folks. Thank you at Nebraska Furniture Mart. You know we carry them there, Chris. <laughs> I know. I've, I think I've bought like three from there. Yeah, over yeah. the years and and fridges for yeah, your yeah I, beverages. Uh, fridges. Uh, I've got um, appliances. Yes, flooring. Yes, I've, I literally like half my house is from Nebraska. I'm not just saying that either. No, it's, I appreciate it. You've, God's you, honest you know, truth. Uh, Deep as much freeze. As, uh, Nebraska Furniture Mart is loved as partnership you've been good to us over the years too and i appreciate it yeah yeah, yeah we got it all there for you there's actually i mean if you throw homemakers in oh, to yeah. the mix then yeah. like i mean really this whole house all the furniture upstairs and downstairs here this desk included came from omaha love it yeah yeah Mershman's doing a great business over there good people but there's always uh well, you're always competitive with prices so why would you go anywhere else that and not only are we guaranteed low price because right. our electronic pricing system is right. definitely something to come in, and we'll tell you the whole story behind that. But, guys, what's great with us right now is our financing. We've got really great offers going on again. Uh, right now, it's the holidays happen here, uh, going the 15th through the 20th, 24-month financing on anything four ninety nine and up. Uh, and that's all departments uh, with the exclusion of computers. Uh, but, you know, laundry lot. Excuse me, LG Laundry Pair Reward Card offers on different values. Uh, it's National Fall Care Stand Month again, October 2nd. What does so, that mean? So, Care Stand is a line of Mohawk carpet that is just exceptional. Great wear patterns, uh, or great wear, uh, great patterns, all these different things that make it really an exclusive carpet. Not a lot of people in town carry them. So, uh, but we'll do a whole house install uh, with a purchase, uh, and you get the six frees uh, free install, take up, Holloway, basic furniture, move, home measure, all that stuff. Yeah, you guys did my stand. carpet upstairs, too. <laughs> Honestly. Like I'm just trying to think, like if there's anything in this house that you don't have your hands on at this point. Where'd you Where'd you buy that treadmill? That was a. Uh, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I that was a purchase in like 2009. That's okay. So I've okay. got you covered. I've got a treadmill at home from Nebraska for Thank you. There yeah. you go. Yeah, because yep. we got those two. Yep. That you treadmill do. is just collecting dust and nothing yeah. do you, more. You don't. Do you have any in your warehouse now? I got mine from. Uh, your the partnership in Omaha. Yeah, yeah. We uh, so we keep a few around for okay. the time, but we're starting to transition over. It'll go back over there for now. We'll get seasonal stuff out. Snow blowers are coming. You know, get get time for that for sure. Uh, we've closed out lawn mowers. Uh, those are gone by the wayside now. So get your snow removal. Yeah, needs. it's snow blowers now, baby. That's right, babe. Man, yeah. yeah. All Lots right, of good stuff. Plus, uh, the holidays are around the corner, so uh, we'll have a lot of fun stuff. It's coming quick, dot com. That's right. People are just going to be pounding that yeah. this year, so get get it through and got yep. put in your your local store is the Clive one, right? Yep. If you're yep. going to be doing that stuff, yep, and then, and you can uh, come pick it up at the store, or have it delivered. Yep, perfect. All right, yeah. Let's uh, well, how'd we do last week? Uh, Catch us up on everything. We're the uh, we're the average white band, Chris. Uh, three and three for all three of us. Wow. Yeah. Not a, not a not a stellar week by anybody. Uh, we were kind of all over on our picks, and we went three and three, which really didn't separate anybody. What? So what's the uh, standings? Sure. Uh, Bloom's got twelve wins here. Uh, we tied it up a bit the week before, 
because we caught Bloom a little bit. He's at 12, you're at 11, I'm at 10. What are our losses? 12 and 10? Uh, Just the opposite. He's 12 and 10, you're 11 and 11, I'm 10 and 12. Okay. Yep. Hey, I'll take 500. Honestly, in COVID yeah, year, I will take 500 at this point. Yeah, it's not. It's it's brutal out there. I'd be bragging about it, actually. Like yeah. You are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, no Iowa State game this week. but well, so, And then, like the game of the week was the Saban game. Yeah. And and now he's out, which a point spread swung like three points because the head coach is gone, which is yeah. wild, but I get it. I was listening uh, yesterday. David Pollock was on the Dan Patrick show, and he was like, I'm not sure where he's be, but it should be a game like where's Waldo, only where's Saban, because he's going to be in that stadium somewhere. And I was like, that's probably funny. I I mean, I was thinking about that because this broke right when we were on the air yesterday. I was just like, is there a worse guy to get COVID? Like who? Belichick in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. I kind of thought about that with Campbell. Like, what would Campbell be like if he'd be... I mean, what, he'd be what, insufferable if he had COVID. What would Iowa State do? Would John Haycock I don't take know. over head coaching I would, or would Tom Manning? I would guess it'd be Haycock because he's been a head coach. That's what I thought. But, like, let's say Campbell left at the end of the year. <laughs> who would be the next head I was thinking about all of this. And I was like, well. They've had to have discussed this themselves. Well, I guarantee they, there's a plan. They said that, that's what Saban said is there's been a plan in place. Yeah. Sark's actually the interim head. Sarkeesian is the interim head. But the other thing was too is they talked about it like during the week he can be on Zoom calls. So the prep for it is actually yeah. done during the week. It's just the, I don't think he can. If if I remember correctly, uh, when Mike Norvell got mm-hmm. it with Florida State, mm-hmm. I don't think that he could be like calling in plays and Not stuff right. like that. Yeah. Telecommunications is forbidden. But as uh, Pollock made the joke, uh, text messages are not explicitly <laughs> forbidden. So it's gonna be like the Houston Astros with their Apple yeah, watches. Yeah, wild. Plus, self-deprecating being from the SEC, David said, you know, the rules aren't really followed. Yeah, nobody, SEC. nobody gives a crap. <laughs> they don't care. All right, well, give okay. us, give us our games. We got Simi. some Let's gems this week, guys. These are some buttes. Uh, uh, for the record, here we're going down to four because uh, you guys heard. Uh, <laughs> not much well, everything's there. getting canceled. L- LSU Florida got canceled, so that was one of my picks for the week. Other than that, I thought about replacing it, but there's just not really any fun. You know, games. in my opinion. The the games of the week, yeah. That I'm gonna be, that I'm gonna have my mind on the most. I, I'm not kidding, Bloom, and you know me well enough to know that I'm you're not. Going, you're going American or something? Yeah. Friday night, <laughs> they are both pretty good. Friday actually. night is a phenomenal night. Yeah. You've got SMU at Tulane and BYU at Houston. Back to we got a doubleheader. Doubleheader on ESPN. It is going to be awesome. Can we throw BYU in? Uh, or is BYU on the list? It's not on the list. Do you, should, do you have a Friday night special? That's going to be a great game. You got man. a spread available? Uh, yeah, get, I got it. I've got uh, it. Blue's right. got it. Let's do it. I mean, to me, other than the, other than the Bama Georgia game, this might be the game of the week in college football. BYU at Houston. Houston. Yeah, uh, BYU is 14th in the country, and they are favored by four and a half. And they at are Houston killing everybody, except for last week. Who they what it got weird last, last week for them? They won, but they only won twenty-seven to twenty over UT San Antonio, the Roadrunners. Yeah, who are awful. Interesting. Yeah. All right, I'll take Houston. Uh, what minus four and a half? Yeah. Uh, BYU is the favorite. Yeah, BYU is the favorite at Houston. at Houston. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with Tim. I'm gonna take the points in the home team here. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I like Mr. Uh, is it Mr. Wilson at quarterback for BYU is putting up unbelievable yeah, numbers. Yeah, I really think they might put up 
55 in this game. You and me played, uh, what, La Tech against them a couple yeah, weeks ago, B- and we got killed. BYU is a machine. BYU just killed I'm going to say look ahead game for the Roadrunners from last week to focus on this one. I say BYU Ooh. by 10. Oh, all right, there you go. You, 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 on the way actu- to the playoff. You've actually convinced me. I wish I could change my pick now, but I'm already on record. It so was I'm, 30 seconds ago. You yeah. can change your pick if you'd like. Yeah, I'm going to go with BYU. <laughs> okay. Can I do that? <laughs> yeah. It's not like five days I, later. The, the, reason, in. the reason I said that is because I I forgot about me and Bloom betting on <laughs> yeah. LaTeX yeah. and watching our hopes and dreams get flushed in the first by how <laughs> nice. good BYU was. So, yeah. Okay. Let's ride. All right, on to the second game here. Thanks, uh, the Pitt Panthers at number 13, Miami. Miami favored by 10 here at home uh, after coming off the drubbing they received against Clemson. Miami's a 10-point favorite? Against Pitt. I want Pitt yeah. all day. All day. That That's that's an easy play for me right there. Yeah, what do you got, Bloom? You know, in some places, this is all the way up to like 13 and a half. Shut up. Yeah. Man. Um, I Definitely. This this might be showing up on locks. I uh, not to go against your locks here. Pitt has not been impressive the last couple of weeks. I think Miami just got outworked by maybe the best team in college football. I think they are. Um, yeah. Miami is still very good. I think they're way better than Pittsburgh. So I will take Miami. Um, I'll get him at ten. Get him at ten. Get him at ten. Yeah. I maybe Boston College is pretty good. I mean, that's who really gave Pitt trouble. Yeah, they beat him. Uh, and there was a lot of prognosticators taking Boston College with mm-hmm. little known background at that point. So, And maybe Pitt was looking ahead to this game when they played Boston College. Sure. I just think Narduzzi's defense coming off of Miami getting just boat raced, they can't be pumped for this game where Pitt has to be. I like Pitt getting 10. Pitt, along with the green wave of Tulane, some of the great uniforms in all of college football. The baby they, blues. When they yeah, those baby yeah. with the, like uh, the Chargers. This uh this is an eleven o'clock game, which which would lead me to, to like yeah. Pitt more. My all those Miami guys, they're gonna be out partying on I, South Beach I, the night I'm before. I'm sure they're in uh they they have their protocols their in place. Oh. But I will still stick with Miami. Okay, uh, next one up. Uh, I, I don't know this is much to argue about, but it's at FSU, number five, North Carolina. Oh, boy. 12-point North favorite. Carolina's fifth in the country? Fifth in the country. Mac Brown. Mac Brown. And there, I actually was reading um, some analytical stuff yeah. last night yeah. that their statistics actually are the most, like, Deceiving in the country in that they're way better than what their stats show. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, a lot of the analysts, this is what I don't like about it. I, I've got to be a little bit of, like, a college football snob a little bit with, like, yards per play and stuff like that. But there's just so many guys out there yeah. who don't pay attention to any stuff like that. So, North Carolina is, um, what's the line there? 12 at FSU. Mm. Oh, I, I love North Carolina here. Yeah. Florida State... And again, I follow them closely. They were way better against Notre Dame than I thought they would be. So I feel like Nor- Norvell is getting a hold of that team a little bit. Like he's got some control now, but I, I will I will ride with the underdog or with the road favorite. Yeah, I, th- I think the concern is with North Carolina is you got to wonder about their defense, but I just don't think FSU has that scary of offense. So Until they put Brock Purdy's little brother in. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. Uh, begrudgingly take the home team. Yeah? Wow. I think they showed a little life. They did. They're coming home against the top five team. It's not a motivational issue here. This is a, hey, do you guys actually want to play this year or not? And Norvell's back. I think they can keep it within the number. 
All right. Uh, we'll have one Big 12 game here to talk about in a moment. The point spread's the only reason it's on here because it's fun. But let's look at the uh, L game of the week. Georgia <laughs> at Bama. Oh, I thought you were going to call it the Big 12 game. No, no, I can't. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, number, like contrarian Tim yeah. Bullen here. <laughs> number three, Georgia at number two, Bama. Bama favored by six when I pulled this. Should we go with the updated line now? Yeah, I think that's fair. It's enough in advance. What is it, three? Four and a half. It's four and a half now? Four and a half now. Okay, gotcha. With, with Saban in that scenario. Um, who wants to go first? You want me to go? I'll go just real quick because right. my analytics on this is not very strong. Uh, I just, it's Bama. I know George is thinking this is a perfect game, which is to me why they'll have an overinflated sense of ego about this with Saban not being around. Saban's the most prepared coach in the world. His team will be as well. It's Bama at home. I'm not overly concerned about the Saban thing with Alabama. I'm concerned about Alabama's defense here. Now, Good point. they gave up 650 yards to Ole Miss. Now, I know they... they the offense was incredible, but going from the Mississippi defense to the Georgia defense is an incredible step up. I mean, that's going from what rookie to all Madden. I think Bama well puts up there. points. Georgia, though, from what I've seen early on, I think they're just better. The fans aren't an issue. It's only 25% capacity. I think this is the year. George and Kirby Smart win a game like this. So I think them outright. Real quick, how many times have you said that before? Plenty. Yeah. Plenty. But I just until think, they do yes, it, I don't I know, it. That's a, and I totally understand that. Yeah. But I'm going to say Georgia for sure getting the four and a half, okay. and uh, I think they win it outright. I'll play contrarian to Bloom here, and, and only uh, on that defensive point, which is valid, that, wow, that's not a wake-up call. Than, than what is. You know that they've been hammered all week with that. Um, Bama's offense is still maybe the best in the country. It is statistically. Yes. So I'm going to I'm gonna take the value play here. If this thing would have gotten like seven, I would have definitely played Georgia. Agreed. I'm with Bloom on the – I don't think Saban's as big of a deal as many will make it. So I'm going to take the extra points here. And I'll play Alabama, but and that—that's my logic. Like I'm not like crazy confident in Bama by any means. Yeah, but it's Sarkeesian. It's not like this guy's. Just, yeah, yeah. He's he's coached at USC and Washington. Well, he's knows what he's doing. Well, and if that's the thing. If he can't communicate with him there, and there is an absolute game momentum decision. I mean, if you can't trust in Sarkeesian, who are you going to trust? Well, Saban's not. See, here's the thing. Like Belichick is involved in some of the schematic stuff so losing him would be Saban is basically now he's influential in hiring coaches but he really lets them run the show so Sark on the offense and I don't know hell they may even be more aggressive because Saban's out there breathing down their neck so I mean I I don't I I don't they're going to make a big story about that but I don't think it's a huge huge thing yeah, no I'm like I think George's better give us the real game the real game of the week gentlemen are you ready for this barn burner University of Kansas Jayhawks, okay? Yeah. They have a football team. <laughs> Their coach and, is out with COVID. And they're going to go play the Mountaineers <laughs> of West Virginia with them being favored by 23 points at home. Oh, my god! West Virginia by 23. Uh, this game's this on is, Fox. Dude. It's the Big Fox noon <laughs> kickoff. It's, it's the only Big 12 game. It's it's the, it's the only thing it's that they have moment. because they don't have their other properties. The Fox, they're not playing. The Fox yeah. executive, executives are like, what have what we done? That's such an underlooked and like only geeks like me pay attention to this. That's yeah. funny. But they, 
the only property Fox has playing right now yeah. is the Big 12. I know. And there's no other Big 12 games. No, because Oklahoma <laughs> because State, got, got, or State got postponed, yeah. Well, I, I thought so. Texas Tech played this week. Nope. Do they, they're nope. not playing, but they just named Colin by their, their starting quarterback, which they should have done last week. He's he's better than Bowman. Bowman, yeah. But um, this is easy. You blindly play against Kansas until Correct. they can cover. Like, yeah. it's been – I've – I've locked him up on KXNO twice. Just blindly bet against Kansas until I'm telling you guys, I think it's the worst Kansas team we've seen. Yeah. And correct. That's the correct answer. Do you think Les makes another year or two? Yeah, because the way he re- recruited right now, I mean, that team's all freshmen. Yeah. Like he's, he's trying to do the long term thing, but like I, I don't think he'll, I don't think Les Miles will ever, ever coach a bowl game. Yeah, well, not there. I don't know. Yeah, how. that's what I mean. This is his last. Uh, I, yeah, I'm not convinced that he's going to turn the Kansas football program around. He probably thought he could take this turn this, around and get another job. This is important. This is Tubby Smith going to Texas Tech. This is yeah. Like there's so many. This is um, a guy we love and talked to earlier today, like Mac at North Texas. Like yeah, this is not yeah. a Mac went to a bowl game at least. He did. He did in year six. But like it's not like it like vastly turned that program around. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. usually these older guys who, you know, they're coming back for one last hurrah. Like maybe you'll get a a year, but they're not going to turn the thing around completely. Mac Brown in North Carolina is true. That's yeah, you know, that's a good point. Yeah, you just threw it right back yep. in my face. But I but right before I said it, I thought to myself, that's true. But it's North Carolina versus Kansas. A little bit different. It is. So. I mean, there's just what? What is the support behind the Kansas yeah. football program? There's nil. North Carolina's had some good and football. Teams. I'd much rather play in that division of the ACC than. Yeah, I mean, they have Mitch Trubisky, man, <laughs> all-time <laughs> best Chicago quarterback ever. Well, okay, I'm, I'm feeling a five and zero week here. Well, actually, uh, the interesting thing about it is this: either way puts you ahead of us. Uh, we're off on four. You're. Did different. you did you go with uh, West Virginia as well? Oh yeah, we're all. We got I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't even okay. say anything. But yeah, I'm. I, I Chris's analogy: go against Kansas until otherwise proven. Yep. Yeah. All right, all right. Guys. Tim. Appreciate your time. Always a pleasure. As Come always. Out yeah. Get on out to uh, Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. Thank you, guys. Uh, Brent Bloom, uh, thank you for your time as always. We'll throw it back to Jared Stansbury when we come back after this on Des Moines Sports Station, fourteen sixty KXNO and one hundred six point three FM. Hey y'all, Brent Bloom here. Let me tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive. They have a giant new store that they opened up about a year and a half ago. They're in West Clive, right near the Waukee border, mild stomping grounds, and they can help you out with any of your needs. In fact, with a larger warehouse now, a larger selection, they have many items right there at the store. In fact, my mom just needed some new appliances recently. It was an easy call to make. Told her to call Tim Mullen and the guys and gals over at Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive, and always ask for the price match. They'll help you out. There's something competing out there. Check out our Cyclone Fanatic friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. Look no further for your next vehicle than the number one dealer for all brands, Carl Chevrolet. All month long, save as much as up to 21% off on a variety of new Chevrolets. Or qualified buyers can receive 0% for 84 months on select new 2020 Chevrolet models when financed through GM Financial. And don't forget about the great zero-down sign-and-drive lease offers on select new Chevys. Find new roads and experience why more Iowans choose to drive a Chevy from Carl Chevrolet. Or find details and pricing online at carlchevrolet.com. 
Plus, follow us on Facebook to keep up with all the great things we have going on this month. Proven to be worth the trip from anywhere for over 40 years. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90, in Ankeny, at The Rock. Your dealer for life, Carl Chevrolet. This year has brought challenges unlike any other. Challenges impacting every one of us in some way. But if there's one thing we can count on, it's that cyclones come together in time of need. Through the Forever True for Iowa State campaign, a historic initiative by the Iowa State University Foundation to raise donations that will benefit every aspect of the university, cyclones everywhere are helping to reach the unprecedented $1.5 billion goal. More than 89,000 donors have given to the campaign thus far, including over 30,000 first-time donors. These gifts total more than $1.35 billion. The campaign, now in its final year, has achieved an amazing amount of success thanks to gifts of every size, and the impact is seen across campus. During these challenging circumstances, the generosity of Iowa State donors is what keeps the heart of campus beating. Learn more at forevertrueisu.com. Cyclone Fanatics, the job world is a competitive place, and at all times you need to dress for success. This is exactly why you should stop into Mr. B Clothing down at 1995 Northwest 86th Street in Clive and see my buddy Tim Sitzman. Now, Mr. B Clothing is a longtime supporter of CycloneFanatic.com, but is also unmatched when it comes to the men's clothing game in Des Moines. The Mr. B staff is friendly, fun, they're very knowledgeable, and trust me, these guys will get you looking good for that next job interview, wedding, or just your everyday wardrobe. When you stop into Mr. B Clothing, be sure to tell them thank you for supporting CycloneFanatic.com. This pony needs a new home. Wild Rose Casino and Resort Jefferson has an exclusive drawing for our VIPs. Earn entries now for your shot at a new Ford Mustang Fastback. But this ride can only go home with select Club Wild members. Check your status today when you play at Wild Rose Casino and Resort Jefferson. You'd rather be here. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Hey, Cyclone fans, it's Chris Williams. You've heard our friends from the Iowa pork producers. They've been coming on here for the last couple of years. I've been telling you guys about them. I've had the great opportunity to meet so many of our state's great pork producers over the last couple of years, and I've learned so much. One thing specifically, I didn't really know this before. I guess I probably should have, but these pigs are raised in environmentally controlled barns. That helps farmers care for the pigs. They protect the pigs from extreme temperatures, predators, you know, all that stuff. It is so high-tech, some of the stuff that our great pork producers are doing, and they're doing it all to feed our world. And, and, don't forget about this, so you can have some of that delicious Iowa pork at your tailgates coming up this fall. From everyone at Cyclone Fanatic, I'm Chris Williams saying thank you to our state's great pork producers. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is now fueled by the Mississippi River Distilling Company. It is located in Leclerc, Iowa and owned by Cyclones. In fact, one of them even used to be Cy. People ask us all the time, how can they help out at Cyclone Fanatic? Well, here's a way. You can pick up a delicious bottle of Cody Road bourbon or the very popular Iowa's Cream Liqueur. Cyclone Fanatic is proud to be fueled by Cody Road. So cheers to our friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company. And go Cyclones! back to the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. 
here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, now 106.3. And we're joined now by one of the doctors that works on the Cyclones, Dr. Thomas Greenwald. Doc, how's it going today? Doing great. Thanks for uh, having us on, Jared. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I know Chris talked to – did he talk to Dr. Warmy last week or did he talk to you? I can't remember for sure. No, uh, he, had, uh, he had BW last week. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I, I think that, you know, you guys both have to be pretty encouraged with the way that the Cyclones have played here the last couple of weeks. I know when uh, when I talked to Dr. Warmy before the, the TCU game, you know, I, I think me and him both felt like the, the Louisiana game was kind of a, a blip on the radar um, in comparison to what this team could be. And uh, I'm sure you would agree that what we've seen from them, you know, since then uh, – kind of proves that especially you know what we saw on Saturday against Texas Tech I think definitely they're getting better and better I think part of it was remember early on they're just working so hard to stay healthy and you know adjust to this new world and then that walking out at uh, Jack Trice it was a surreal feeling they didn't know if it was a scrimmage or a walkthrough or a game against you know obviously a really good opponent with good athletes and, and so on and so then, then they go on the road trip, and that was normal life for them. It's just uh, however many guys getting on a plane and battling together against a, uh, an opponent with people who don't cheer for you. So you're used to that. And so I think it was really, it was a really good chance for them to get back to normal. And and now you see them make progress from there. So I think uh, I think they're on a roll. And I think I'll be surprised if they don't play well against Oakie State. They, you know, remember that was Brock's coming out party two years ago. So look forward to that again yeah for sure and I mean I, you know I think that the guys have to be commended uh for you know everything that they've done all the sacrifices that they've had to make uh Jamie Pollard announced today that another week without any positive tests within the student uh the student athlete population up at Iowa State and you know especially when you look around the rest of the country you know kind of down in, in SEC territory and then even within the Big 12 what's been going on at Baylor I mean, these guys have done such a good job of being able to, uh, you know, keep themselves out of uh, out of harm's way of the virus, and um, you know, and be able to keep it to where they can keep playing at all. I guess, and I'm sure that you've been able to see that, you know, firsthand. Yeah, it's so really, really hard, and and you see this virus is really sneaky, and there everybody's fine, fine, fine until someone kind of gets outside the bubble, and then they bring it back, and then. You know, then you got a lot of, a lot of folks who are who are testing positive, and then life changes, and games get canceled, and you know, facilities get shut down, and so on. So, yeah, you know, uh, kudos to Iowa State, and from the AD to Mark Coberly to the coaching staff to the kids, they're all doing a great, great job of, of staying healthy. So I wanted to I, I wanted to ask you. Obviously, Iowa State right now is is three and zero in Big Twelve play. For the first time since 2002, uh, were you were you working with the Cyclones in 2002 with that Seneca team and and all those guys? Yeah, Jared, I'm super old. So this is my 29th <laughs> season. So uh, I, I I even worked with Walden one year. So okay. yeah, I've I've uh, I've been on a lot of sidelines. So yeah, you bet. We were with that team. In fact, I remember. So they were. I think they were maybe six and zero, and then we went to Oklahoma. Um, and just got rocked. Um, yeah. No, that was a good Oklahoma team. And, 
And I don't think we were as good then. I mean, we have the depth. Now, now we can compete, you know, physically. Like when you, right, you see us line up against Oklahoma, you aren't thinking, oh my gosh, what's going to happen here? Uh, you know, we can, we can win games, we can lose games. Uh, we've seen that. But I think physically and, and mentally and so on, uh, we can get out there and compete with teams. Yeah, and I think that that's, you know, I did some research um, after the win over Texas Tech. So they, I think that team was three and zero before they went down to play, uh, before they went down to play Oklahoma. But they'd won. I mean, I think they beat some ranked teams. Obviously, they beat Iowa on, uh, on the road over in Iowa City, um, and it it's just so so much different in the league now. You know, where those teams that were at the very top back then, the there's so much more parity. Um, and I think that that's obviously to Iowa State's advantage. I think when you look at, you know, the fact that Oklahoma State and Kansas State are both still undefeated, like there's never been a time where I think every team in the league is closer together than they are right now. Would you would you agree with that? I would definitely agree. Uh, you know, so, again, way back, Big 8, then Big 12, original Big 12, you know, so you had then Nebraska and Oklahoma, and it's just, you know, it's just kind of a mismatch, and now you don't see that. So it's it's really more fun, I think, for the kids to compete, and it's more fun for the fans, obviously, to watch, right? And oh. uh, going to games and and uh, and see see a competitive battle. Um, I don't know exactly. I don't know enough about you know the history of football and coaching and all that to really know what's the reason for the parity. But I think we all like to see it. Yeah, for sure. I think that probably social media and stuff like that were just, you know, kids are feel more comfortable going uh, to a school that maybe isn't a traditional power. Um, and I think that someone who's a good example of that is Brees Hall. And just the way that he has played so far this season, I mean, he solidified himself as one of the best backs, I mean, I think in, in all of college football. And, you know, Chris and I have talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on a podcast or anything like that, but you know, he he's going to be up there, I think, um, as one of the best backs to, to play at Iowa State by the time that it's all said and done in his career. And, and you would obviously have a lot more perspective on something like that than, than I would. But do you kind of see that from Brees? I mean, just how much improvement he's made from year one to year two and, and knowing that he's still going to have at least one more season as a Cyclone, you know, going forward. Um, yeah, so that's it's so fun to watch him. And you're right. So, like, think about him physically last year. Some of those tackles that he's running through this year, I, I think they would have taken him down last year. So if you just look at his his body um, and how he's developed, right, and his lower body strength, he's way stronger than he appears. So he's so smooth, right? And you just think, yeah, he's kind of a smooth, you know, thoroughbred. But, boy, he's running through tackles, and he's running tough. So I, I see tremendous uh, growth between year and one and two with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. He, he just looks so much stronger than what he did a year ago. I mean, I, every time that they, I watch a, you know, a coach's press conference or anything like that leading up to when they've got to play Iowa state, the first, one of the first comments they make is it's just that kid got bigger and he didn't get any slower. And, uh, you know, there. I think it was Matt Wells was like, man, that's it's almost not fair with uh, with how much better that kid's gotten. But uh, it's definitely been a lot of fun to watch him here so far this season. Um, so this is this is kind of a hard pivot, and it's something that really just came to my mind, and I was wondering, I wanted to get your your thoughts on it. So I don't know if you saw last week where the 
NFL Players Association came out and they had written a letter to the NFL um, about natural grass and uh, and field turf. And I, this, like I said, this is kind of off topic, and it literally just I was thinking about this this morning. Uh, can you tell us like why it is that field turf is not that players don't like field turf is or not yeah like artificial field turf from your perspective and what you've learned in in your time in, in the medical field and being around football like what is the biggest difference in that uh for from compared to playing on natural grass like what they do at Iowa State where you know I can't really think knock on wood I can't think of many times that there's really been like major injuries uh you know from guys getting their feet stuck in the turf or things like that at Iowa State yeah, so uh, the, the studies would show that there's really no difference in injury rate, but I think it's just because it's really hard to do a, a, a really good study and there's so many parameters involved, right? But the reason the athletes like it, and you can't have your cake and eat it too, so you're either going to slip out on the turf, so you, you watch some of our players, you know, and then there's some complaints about, oh, that kid would have scored on, you know, you know, on, uh, on, on uh, artificial turf, you know, field turf but he lost his balance. Well, so guess what? When you lose your balance, then your foot doesn't get stuck in the ground and then you don't get a broken ankle or you don't get a torn ACL and so on. So, so those, that's why the players hate it. So, so look at all the injuries when your foot's planted and you get blown out or even an indirect contact, you know, that's when an ACL uh, tear occurs. So you're planted, you can't get your foot out of the grass um, and you twist and then, and then something gives in your knee. So that's that's where you hear from the players. Uh, now it's frustrating, right? Because oh, I, I missed that cut. I would have scored. Blah blah blah. You're going to hear that from them. But on the other hand, they aren't they aren't blowing things out. So that I think that's where the argument comes in play. Okay. Yeah, and that makes sense. And it's just I don't know. I when I uh, when I was reading the letter that they'd written. I mean it it made sense kind of what they were trying to explain. But at the same time, you're sitting there and it's like. I mean, football is a dangerous sport, you know, and that's no secret to, to anybody. And, I mean, you even see what happened with uh, with Dak, Dak Prescott, which, you know, we hope that he'll be back and on the field again soon and um, able to get his, get his big contract that he was hoping to get. But, I mean, it's just, you know, that didn't look like any different than what – any other football play does, you know, and, and just unfortunately, like it can, it can end up that way. And, uh, I don't know, man, that's, that's why we're, we're lucky to have good people like you around that, um, can help those guys out and help them get back to, to full strength pretty quick. Well, we have a great team and Brian, Warmy and I love uh, taking care of these guys. Uh, we're working with, uh, Mark Coberly and Nate Postma and his staff. Uh, we can't prevent injuries, uh, and we hate to see them as much as anybody, but when they get them, we try to uh, get them back into action as safely and as quickly and as effectively as possible. All right. Awesome. Uh, Dr. Greenwald, we appreciate you taking some time to uh, to talk to us this week on the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. One of the doctors that works on the Cyclones, along with the, with Dr. Brian Warmy, and um, we'll talk to you guys again next week, all right? All right. Thanks. Go Cyclones. That does it for another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. We'll be back next week from 6 to 7 here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and now 106.3 FM.